0: You are now tuning into the Do Something podcast, and I'm here with
1: uh, Dan Lyles, uh, VP of Ops for the organization.
0: My man, and so you are also here with Deshawn Moore, um, the Content Director of Collective Effort, and a partner here. So um, we wanted to jump in this conversation because we've been hitting you with some, some, you know. Um, good points over the last month or two we're trying to keep this consistent kind of drop this every other week every wednesday or every thursday uh, depending on how late we clock in but uh, we managed to get this thing done Uh, we did how to not get started on the project we went to um, documentation and its importance we did uh, the weird ways to generate ideas when you're on short time. Uh, that was a great episode, by the way. That was fantastic. Thank you. Why, why did you like that 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 show?
1: Uh, I think a lot about thinking myself, and so I'm always interested in like what folks do to make things work that I ain't thought of yet. Yeah,
0: it's, yeah and, and I think there was some really good thought processes in that, and so definitely check that out. And then we followed that up with Accountability Matters. Um, And that's the census special we Mm. did with Eva Mm -hmm. um, and all the things that she's doing. And I can't think of the young lady's name off the top, but I will get back to you and we will shout her out completely.
1: Yeah, that's a great edit to make. Great
0: edit to make, right? Um, But then we did Find Your Tribe with uh, Jamel and Berta, as they discussed the beginnings of Power Breakfast Club Mm, mm. and what that meant to the community. Um, and now we're here with the Make Rich Soil podcast, the Make Rich Soil and Cultivating Skills. And um, we figured this was a great follow up because now that you've done a little bit of those processes, we're not expecting you to be perfect. We're not expecting you to go line by line, but maybe if you did, this would be your next like obstacle to conquer. You've built your tribe. You've You've uh, maintained some set, some level of consistency, and now you're trying to make rich soil. So um, it's a place that can be there
1: for everyone. Yeah, and it's such an important piece. You know, uh, we often say uh, farmers don't grow crops; uh, they grow soil. Right? Ooh. If your soil's right, if you have you know good pHs, you've yep. got a good you know situation with your irrigation, your water. Um, Life wants to come up there. You're, you'll you be actually fighting to keep, uh, you know, various other things from growing up in your garden and whatnot. Yeah, got to weed those soil gardens after all. Um, but it's so critical to really make sure your soil health is fine. Take care of that. Your plant's going to be great. Take care of your nuts and bolts, yeah. your basics in your organization. A lot of the other stuff you're trying to achieve, um, it is easier to achieve. And you'll find yourself able to accomplish tasks that you hadn't even considered absolutely absolutely and you would know that because you were on the board at soul fire farm uh i was on the uh, uh convening board of soul fire farm institute uh i'm on the sanctuary for independent media yeah. um i i'm kind of a guy in town that folks uh talk to when they have uh, an idea for a project or half of an idea and they're trying to figure out how to like make it work yeah um i i come in to do a lot of stuff uh with people like that like i said taking half of this golden medallion and turning it into treasure yeah um yeah. through what always for me feels like very kind of basic nuts and bolts things yeah. but uh i'm learning more and more that uh there's a real value in just focusing on the maintenance yeah that the those soft skills that you got to take care of uh that if you take care of them they take care of you
0: absolutely so let's get into our first like skill, that soft skill, I feel like it's an important piece of building this this community that we're always talking about. And while we do this and we're journaling and documenting our shortcomings and success as we move through this collective effort process and we, we get into the real nitty gritty of doing something. And the first topic or the first piece of that is learning to communicate effectively.
1: Yeah, it's so important. Um, it's one of those things that you do all the time already, and you kind of forget that there's different ways of doing it and different styles of doing it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I teach uh, here at Rensselaer Polytechnic. One of the first things I always tell my students is that, like, reading is something you know how to do, that I'm going to teach you how to do it in a different way. This yeah. stuff ain't Harry Potter. Yeah. It's a 900-page study on, uh, you know, effective malaria treatments. And yeah. communication, for me, is often, the first thing I always tell people is, remember, it's not like you've got an idea, you put the idea in a box. You give the person the box, and then they open your idea box. And what you mean? Yeah, it's more like dancing. Yeah, where you're trying to signal to somebody what you're thinking. Yeah, and really inviting them to join you. And yeah. so when you're communicating effectively, you're really inviting somebody to follow you along with your thought process yeah. and where you wanna go. Yeah. And one of the most important things I always find is sort of like, understand what you need to communicate mm-hmm. before you start communicating. Yeah, I think with talking, that's a thing I do, I'll talk it out, but I understand that that is a process and practice of generating ideas. Yeah, But when I wanna talk to someone, I say, okay, they need to know I'm hungry. It's Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I don't want to eat pizza, mm-hmm. but I'm hungry right now. Yeah, and that, if those are the things they need to know, yeah, start there, or at least have a strategy for getting there. Yeah, um, and and really focus on what they need to know about it. I was just thinking about a piece when you said that. Um, it's
0: it's a skill. Like, I naturally moved into, even when communicating with my wife, when mm-hmm. we're talking about what we're eating for the night, what's you, what are you feeling, you know, and then you, under, you get a better understanding for who you're working with. Mm-hmm. And it's almost just like a business communication process, too, right? Oh, yeah. When you're saying, hey, this is the time limit. What's the time limit? You know, asking the right questions from the get. What mm-hmm. what is the time limit? What is mm-hmm. w- what does the prep look like? What is the finished product? When do you want that finished product? When are you expecting that? Based off of all the things that I have going on, the, it, fr- from the business side of things, is all right. I can do this. I can do that. We have to push this thing backward mm-hmm. or. Just in case this doesn't end on your timeline, what is
1: the other wiggle room we got? Exactly, right? You know, I it's almost like echolocation, yeah. right? Like, yes. Call uh, on and response. I, I've been known to use a few words in my time, mm-hmm. but what I'm trying to do is throw stuff at people and yeah. to see how they respond so that I know what I need to say to help them hear me where I'm at. Right. Uh, one of the best advice I ever got from one of my, who um, was my direct advisor, who's like a smart guy in the office, Uh, Dr. Ned Woodhouse, uh, he would say, uh, you know, Dan, you should really decide what you want to say before you begin talking. Which was like, oh, cool, thanks, Ned. Then I went home and it was like like the five-finger death punch. It was like, Mm. what? Yeah. But he's right. Like, you know, sometimes I would know where I was going and I would make a big mess getting there. Yeah. But now it's a mess I got to live with. And... (laughs) <laughs> and now i try to focus on like okay so what do you need to know you don't need to know about my my my, my, my cat named stacy yes you need to know about this yes and we hit that
0: yeah get into the getting to the point but also how do you get there and actually you brought us to our next piece which was be able to offer and receive constructive feedback
1: <sighs> that's very hard for, you know it's, it's something you uh, it's a practice you have to like really get committed yeah. to it because um, you know our egos we, we love them oh you know it's it's like a, your ego is like a voice in your head that you mistake for who you actually are mm-hmm. and it's very easy to hurt that voice yes and for someone to criticize something you have to say um and then you go defensive instead of being let right me hear on it but it's also true of the direction where sometimes I, I can I can catch myself being like I want to give you some feedback here but like I'm also mad yeah so let me like cool out this ain't second. the
0: right time to get to it
1: yeah and and How is hurting your feelings going to advance our shared problem? Remember, it's not me versus you. It's us versus the The, situation. So you have to be able to say, what can I tell this person that is going to help them? It's not about being right. Right. It's about, you know, uh, uh, if you went to your doctor and your doctor responded to you saying, Doc, my knee hurts with, you know, knees are important to have. And it's important that you cover them with knee pads. That's right, but, like, that's not what I'm dealing with. What I need to hear is, like, have you considered, like, not dropping down in the middle of your knee in the middle of a death drop during a dance competition? Like, that would mm-hmm. be helpful for right. you. Right, right. Uh, and if you're going to do that,
0: you know. Here's some of the risk.
1: Yeah, you know. And I can Here's help the you ligaments. Um, and conversely, you know, be willing to, to, to hear Um hear that um naturally not everybody who tries to criticize you is giving productive criticism um but i have a working relationship with a a former student who became my peer and we have a fantastic working relationship and sometimes she tells me stuff about how i'm approaching stuff and uh i think she's wrong Mm -hmm. but i have to say okay 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 are you wrong or are my feelings hurt right sometimes you know it's just, okay, you know what? If I think about it, you know, you're right. Sometimes yeah. it's like, no, actually, it's not helpful. But yeah. um,
0: be willing to hear that. And I think that we may have some of those. And that's that's the weird part, because now we're in the process of bringing it interns. Mm. And we're also, you know, trying to open up this house mm-hmm. to the community and share our dreams, our hopes, and our wishes. And also still trying to work out the inner... The inner connections of what makes us who we are as collective effort. Yeah.
1: Doesn't it hurt when folks criticize something we put three years into, <laughs> and you're like, "You've looked at this for three minutes. I've got three years of my life belong yeah. to this." Yeah. Um, but being willing to be like, "Okay, this is new eyes." Yeah. You know, maybe yeah. you're right. Maybe you're wrong. But maybe you're right. Yeah. We'll visit
0: that, um, and then let's you know check back and see how that process worked. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting to the point where uh, I'm trying to remove my ego and my emotions. But I think it's very difficult when you've been doing a thing by yourself or you've Mm. been doing your you've been doing this thing in a very small crew. Mm -hmm. um, And then now you're trying to share this baby, you Mm. know, as long as I have a child, too. So you you sharing this baby. I don't know if you should be holding her right now because I don't know where you've been and I don't know. I don't even know if I should be in this space
1: it, it, with you. And it comes back to that, <laughs> that, that awareness of like just yeah. the immense amount of time and care and love you put into yourself, into this, into this child and this organization. And I think it's so important to make sure you just know what your purpose is. My yeah. purpose is for this organization, this person to make it to here. So I'm willing to hear stuff about myself that I don't super love mm. because that North Star of purpose Keeps me heading in that direction, man. It key, it, these these
0: first two are, are these first three are already speaking to my uh, soul. Uh, we're gonna get to this next one, and and I guess it maybe falls into line because now we're getting to that place where okay, you've given me my stuff. You're, you, all right, this website is not doing what I think it should be doing for you is what my wife would say mm-hmm. um, about board vision, mm-hmm. right? And be like, what my, you didn't help me build this website? How long it took me to build? You know what I mean? All Mm -hmm. this work in here is showing my work. But no, does it? Does it really? Mm -hmm. Is it your new work? Mm -hmm. Is it your most up-to-date product? Mm -hmm. Do you have a terms of agreements on there? Got to have it. Right? And so these are things we got to start to negotiate. Oh yeah. Now that you've identified that there are some things you need to change, how do we negotiate to make a thing better? and providing the experience um how do you um you know even when you're say for example you're even going and you're negotiating prices with a client Mm -hmm. what does that look like how do you project your worth for that specific thing that's being smashed on right now
1: oh absolutely and uh uh, so there's this there's this phenomenon in film production which i know you're super passionate about Uh, one of my favorite terms is uh swinging the lamp uh, which comes from uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, right? Um, there's a scene where it's an animated movie with live action elements. There's a part where they hit a lamp and a lamp, it, it throws shadows all over the room. And some animator painstakingly animated this like, per- this, this animated character's shadow all around the room. It uh, looks great, but only if you're the kind of person Who could notice that? It's great for your film reel, Mm -hmm. but it's maybe not what the studio executive who's just trying to sell a Warner Brothers Disney movie is concerned about. So you have to know your audience and not get confused with the people who you want to talk to and the people you are talking to, which is a key piece of negotiating. Like People often will just sort of forget that they're not negotiating with an idea. Mm -hmm. You're not negotiating with yourself. You are negotiating with a person Mm -hmm. who has wants and needs. Um, strengths and weaknesses and you, you're speaking to them. This is like communicating effectively where um, why would I offer you something that you don't want or need? You say to me, hey, Dan, can I pick you up at 5 o'clock? And I say, um, actually, can you pick me up at 4 o'clock? And also, can you rub my feet? That, that doesn't... I, I can't say yes... Or rather, you can't say yes to any of that. It's the wrong time. Mm-hmm. It's a thing you don't want to do. Right. And, and and based off of that
0: first golden rule is how do you how was the agreement mm-hmm. s- first initiated did you both agree that five o'clock was the time yes. and and did it come with a foot rub while i'm driving the car how's how it even possible what sense does that absolutely make if 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 we had already agreed that i'm picking you up at five o'clock without any mm-hmm. other additional I- yeah. little idiosyncrasies
1: you know and 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 you might be right four mm-hmm. may work better for you mm-hmm. your feet may be hurting uh, I may feel owed certain things, yeah. but if I'm not in my negotiating, really understanding that I'm trying to find a circumstance where we are both happy with what we have, yeah. then I'm gonna be forced to use coercion or yeah. force to get you to sign on the line that's dotted. A good deal. Everybody walks away from feeling like they have a good time, hmm. but it's not just a matter of having a good or bad product. It's about knowing how to speak to yeah. people's needs and to, again, express your own needs yeah. in a way where folks can say, you know, I gave as good as I got and we, we found middle ground. Right. Standing up for what you believe in, naturally. yeah, yeah. But not, you know, pitching uh, an offer that, like I said, uh, I always go back to the idea that, like, you know, if, if there are certain kinds of offers that if you make them, you've given the person no ability to say yes to you at mm-hmm. all. If if I wake you up in your bed screaming and yelling at four in the morning and ask you to do me a favor, <laughs> I, like, how are you going to say yes to me? You can't in good conscience say yes to me. I've woken your child up. I, I'm, I'm in your house. How'd I get in your house? Yeah. Um, you know, I might need to approach you at a time and place that makes sense to you and say, hey, Yeah. you want to get this thing done? I want to get this thing done. This is, is the this? time. This is the time we can communicate about this thing. Yeah, let's both get paid here. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. I, I often tell people, like, I try to frame issues as being like, here's a way we can both get paid. Right. Uh, what's in it for you? What's in it for me? Mm-hmm. And 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 making what's in it for me very clear. Like I you know I think that often folks will try to hide what they want mm-hmm. or hide what they'll benefit from. Um, people can pick up on that. It 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 smacks of distrust, mm-hmm. and so you know unless it is in fact something that's very personal or private i tend to be like look yes i'm making a bunch of money on this yeah. but so are you and that's why i think we can we can both do a thing here right
0: hey see i love that is i think when people come to marketers and they come to filmmakers and come to um you know creators we all get labeled with it. Be like, mm-hmm. you know, um, I only think this worked because I don't know what it takes for you to do what you do. Shit only costs, you know, mm-hmm. say a move, say it, you know, just give you some shitty price. I won't say what a specific mm-hmm. project it is. It's just it's like, well, yeah, this is what it's worth to me. But technically, as a marketer, I'm looking at you, I'm looking at your product at mm-hmm. what it could be 10, 20, 15 years from now, mm-hmm. not just right here, mm-hmm. but what it can do even for your, your, your like short term, your long term and your like legacy. Yeah. And so those types of things are always considered when you're talking about negotiation. Those things should always, anybody dealing with a creative should always consider those processes mm-hmm. and never come and, and, and downplay what that creative process looks like and what that, that person's experience you come to that person clearly mm-hmm. they have a skill you're interested in uh clearly they have a skill set you need pay
1: them what they're worth but also do your research yeah <laughs> I, I i made a video uh to sort of like my birthday statement of the day uh it probably in terms of like from idea to execution posting took me six and a half seven hours of work right? yeah um, I know that you could have probably done the exact same thing hour to maximum because mm-hmm. you've put in the years of work, the, the, the experiences, the late nights, so that when you pop open Premiere, you just know where to go, and how to not just how to work the, the tool, right. but to work the workflow. right. Whereas it takes me a lot more because I'm learning as I go. Why would I assume that whatever it's worth to me is what's worth to you? You could just put in so much more work. right. You know, and, and I just need to acknowledge that mm-hmm. I may not like what that may mean to me in terms of labor costs yeah. but I have to at least acknowledge that that's part of the negotiation absolutely
0: absolutely. the fifth piece and I think it's the last little bit learning to adapt <laughs> and wow, yeah. and I'll even I'll set you up we're in a situation now where it's COVID the pandemic um, you know funding is being cut left and right mm-hmm. and we're trying to navigate this new world that we're about to move into and people are, we thought we had a mm-hmm. a thing coming and a thing running right. and now we're like thrusted into some of like the abyss of the unknown, which, you know, po- politically standing, business standing, what does that look like to a person who's who's obviously studied these first four steps? Now we we're getting this thing we're we're, we're we're ready for action, and then that monkey wrench happens, and you're forced to adapt.
1: What does that look like? Well, I mean, I always live by it sort of like uh, that, that. You know, you know, what uh, uh, a person plans, the gods laugh, right? You just have to accept at a basic level that some stuffs stuff change, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's the you know if you engage in Hegelian dialectics, uh, which is a fancy way of saying ideas change when they come in contact with other stuff. Yeah. I got a thing for you, though. Do you remember what the first meetings of collective effort were like and what we imagined we'd be doing with the organization? I do remember. Mm -hmm. Okay. What, What feels different about that? Or like, what things did we attempt or think about that now we're like oh my god i can't believe you even thought about that stuff.
0: <laughs> i mean i know that we attempted we we were thinking so macro mm-hmm. we were we didn't i think we were in love with the fact that we were just working together it was yeah. like oh shit i want to hear everything this person has to say mm-hmm. and then i think we moved into a meet the types of meeting but like what did you do
1: yeah what we, happened
0: we had a this whole week.
1: other way of trying to like get the work done yeah and then we realized that where we were in our own creative journey where we were in terms of like you know i was just coming out of grad school so like i only had like a third of my brain working at any given time right. um it, it takes about a year after um you finish your, a major degree like that yeah. for all the lights to come back on inside. Yeah because
0: um, that's all you are after like years of studying and trying oh, to get yeah. your doctor i mean relax.
1: even now i um i have gone to a school every fall since i was five years old mm. most every fall every spring most summers since I was five, no breaks uh no breaks went straight through even even when i was like working a lot right i was still going to community college yeah i was still uh, attending classes yeah um and That stability did help me like wrap around certain things, but it also really impressed upon me how important it was that, you know, as things changed, you know, shed a tear for what might have been, what you may have lost, Mm -hmm. but to sort of um, embrace how... Giving up with giving up collective effort 1.0 mm-hmm. has enabled us to uh, to do something that I did not even think was, was possible. Right. Um, Joseph Campbell, a uh, famed mythologist and thinker, um, I really recommend his work, Here with Thousand Faces. Um, he says this thing that I've always liked him. He says, to receive the life that's waiting for you, you must give up the life that you have. And that really it's about being willing to adapt yourself to these new circumstances. Right. Um, they will be trying, they will be difficult. Uh, I did not think I'd be spending as much time uh, um, back in facilitating things. I thought I'd be doing more production for myself, but I've also found that I really love that back sort of- Back in. Yeah, I like, you that like sort the You of... like the ghostly, you know, uh, <laughs> the the spirit hand. And and I was willing to adapt who, how I saw myself in the organization. Yeah, And also be willing to accept changes that other people were bringing to the table i remember me and uh, roberta having uh, a series of back and forth about like furniture yeah uh, and you know different elements of the furniture and i still would like a few things to change but i also have to acknowledge that like she made a bunch of right calls that i was yeah. like oh i was wrong like yeah tight actually yeah um and and be willing to adapt to what's thrown at you yeah. and say, how do I make the most of the situation? You yeah. know, um, sure. It's I like the way, I I liked, I liked the way you work
0: that. I like, I like the way you work through that, that whole process. And obviously without going into the details because we control the narrative about what we say mm-hmm. and do um, about what we do in our business. Um, but yeah, I think I think the navigating through that process, understanding that you don't have to control everything. in order for so hard (laughs) yeah in order for a process but that was you know what you just said something that shined a little light on how i first got in contact with you and where you were fresh Mm. out of getting your doctorate to now you understand that hey i got this over here just focus on what you got going on over there. We'll check in yeah. and and, and bring it full circle back to these meetings. I think that's where we are now. We're like, mm. I trust you and what your capacity is. We get to know where we are on mm. this on this earth as it's spinning every day and new, li- new lives are changing on a daily basis. Getting an understanding of who you're in a room with, who you're in this meeting with, how they're mm. feeling mm-hmm. today. And not last week. Well, last week you were great. So this week you should be great too.
1: No. <laughs> As it, right?
0: That's not going to happen. <laughs> that that can't happen. So we have to be able to adapt.
1: And, and to respect people's, yeah. like, were they, you know, I would never dare yeah. come down to the production team and tell everybody, like, this is how you're going to store files. This is how you're going to do stuff. Because I don't yeah. do that work with y'all. Y'all yeah. know best what's good for you. Yeah. Um, I do have my own interests, so I need to make sure I can go and, you know, of course, communicate those things effectively. Absolutely. What's important to me, mm-hmm. I need to be able to make sure that, like, when I say something about the way that, you know, the office is being run, for example, I can say it in a constructive way. have to be like, I'm not happy, and so you're not going to be happy. That's not helpful. No one, no one benefits from that. It's... And people tell me, hey, I, we need you more present in this way, and it's like, okay, can I hear that? Mm-hmm. You know, making sure that, like, if I'm going to join a production meeting like that, that. I am aware of what production needs, so if I need more time or I need more space, that, like I said, you can say yes Yes. to what I'm offering.
0: You just reminded me we skipped we skipped one. I was gonna wrap this shit up, but
1: we didn't quite skip it. I just, you know, we sort of I felt like what we were doing uh, was just being aware of the fact that we always are riffing and adapting so well that you'll occasionally just like. Miss stuff. Yeah, that, that's not that's not a crime. That's just acknowledging that this is who we are.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, right. I appreciate that. And so, like, that's one of my weaknesses. Mm. And, and 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 it's saying, you know what? Let's let's circle back, or at least acknowledging, hey, this is a weakness of mine. And this is the mm. third step. This was the third piece that we missed was cultivating. And I think Dan brought it right back is making sure we highlight that because it's a big part. It's in the middle of mm-hmm. the five. You know, the fulcrum, if you will. Yeah, the fulcrum (laughs) of this process, right? Is cultivating and understanding what those skill sets you lack, either training yourself up to be there or finding a person that's good at what you're bad at. Mm -hmm. And then trusting them
1: to do that. Yeah. My best partnerships have always been with people who have a compatible but different set of skills Mm -hmm. than I have. Yeah. um, Where we can really celebrate the fact that, you know, I'm just not good at certain kinds of thought and work. And um, uh, I, I worked with a guy at, um, at when I was coming to grad school um, who was really smart about how technology works. So was really, really like has really good thinking about technology in ways that even I was like, I don't know, the Internet machine go burr, I guess. Um, whereas I was much more interested in kind of like science, and how the knowledge systems work and how like Science and knowledge and technology interact with the public. Mm-hmm. Uh, I spoke in his class uh, the other day, and he had these really nice things to say about me. And I was sort of just like, wow, I never thought, really thought about it. But what really I think it was is that um, we both acknowledge that there's too much stuff for any one person to know, and that great partnerships are made up of people who, you know, you handle that half the room, I got this half the room, we'll meet in the middle. Boom. Make it happen. Yeah. I like it.
0: Listen, this was, I think, a great conversation around these pieces because when we're cultivating um, good ground, we have to keep these soft skills mm. at the core minimum of all the things we do. So, if you're listening to this, if you have any questions or comments, comment down below. Mm. Like, it's okay. We're not. We're not like a place where we we're too so high up where you can't. No, that doesn't work. Or hit us up and work with us, collaborate with us, and figure out how we can help you um, get those things in order. Um, that, that thing you think we're missing and you're thinking on, like, let's let's have a conversation on it. Let's get to it, all right? Do Something Podcast. Thank you, good brother.
1: Hey, I do what I can.
0: Tune in every Wednesday, every other Wednesday for the Do Something Podcast. Check us out. Our CETV Live will also be on the opposite Wednesday, um, mm. 6 o'clock. Every week, we're dropping something.